Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. We've got Taran here with us. Hey everyone. We just watched The Joker. I think it's just called Joker, isn't it? Not The Joker. No, just Joker. Just yes. Joker. We're going we're gonna to talk about it in this episode. What a, what a movie. Anyway, we've got a lot to talk about in the, about that, but um, I've got Hormai as usual and we'll jump into the, into the review. I, yes. I want to jump into the movie as soon as we can. So... This is a DC-related... wonder who it is. Yeah, it's a DC-related character, and he's pretty crazy as well. I was the head of my own international company and amassed a large personal fortune in addition to my family's wealth. When I was 25, my parents died in a boating accident, sending me into a deep depression. I turned to gambling, losing money in competitions around the world. One night, I ended up in Gotham City Casino, where I gambled everything I owned and ended up losing it all to the Penguin. Afterwards, I saw that my life was empty, driven by desire, and that there was no point to my existence. While I was attempting to commit suicide by jumping from Gotham Bridge, a homeless man tried to assault me with his knife after I refused to give him money. Instinctively grabbing the knife, I saw in the man's eyes that life is meaningless, there is nothing nor anyone that matters. Then I proceeded to stab the man to death as a gift for saving my life. From then on, I dedicated myself to liberating others from their pointless existence. I often refer to my victims as zombies. I usually prey on young women, but have no calms over whom I murder. I slit victims' throats and leave them in lifelike poses, adding a tally mark to my own body each time I I do a murder. I have been diagnosed as insane, and I am regularly incarcerated in Arkham Asylum, courtesy of the Batman, but I break out occasionally to carry on killing. I am 5 feet 8 inches tall and weigh 68 kilograms. Who am I? You already knew this one because you've read my script before we started. You left the script on the table (laughs) just just ready to be read. (laughs) It was an accident. I knew knew who it was anyway. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Joker. So it was released on the 31st of August in Venice Film Festival. Yes. So that's when all the eight-minute... Eight-minute... 
Have we talked about standing ovations in this podcast before? No, we haven't. No. I, I just want to make a little little highlight of standing ovations. I think it happened with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as well. How long did that get? I think it got like more than more than this. Okay, so this got an eight-minute standing ovation. Yes. Yeah. It's a really long time so for a standing ovation. How does that emotion. work? Like, do, do they start clapping straight after the credits start rolling? Or do they wait for the credits to finish and they start clapping? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, it's stupid. <laughs> and it's way too long for someone to be clapping. And at most of these film festivals, the directors are there as well. So are they clapping their own work? Or, or do they just they, stand there? Like, Do they stand there and say, thank you? Yeah. And if you think about it, eight minutes is a very long time for someone to be clapping. Does it go on and off? Do do they clap and then they like slow There's down a bit? Of a bit. Hum and then, and then yeah. it's like encore, they clap again. And <laughs> I don't know. It's either way, it's stupid. And I think these standing ovations need to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this is a film festival. So it's, um, I mean, it's not people like you yeah. and me that go no. to these things. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's but- my little rant about standing ovations. <laughs> Whenever I hear a movie got. Uh, whatever standing ovation, I automatically already think it's going to be a shit movie. Like, it puts me on the bad side of the movie. <laughs> so you're walking into this movie with low, low, low expectations. expectations. I yeah. hate it when they say that, so... Yeah. But anyway, got a standing eight-minute standing ovation on the 31st of August in Venice, but it was officially released to public on the 4th of October. It's directed by Todd Phillips, who made the Hangover movies. Do you and- like any of the Todd Phillips movies? To be honest, I haven't, you haven't seen really seen... I think I've seen Hangover 1, but you I haven't seen any War of War Dogs? Own. War Dogs, yes. And he's done that movie with Robert Downey Jr. Which one? Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. Uh, Due Date? Yeah. Is so that all he's done? No, he's done other stuff too. I looked at his filmography, but they're all like... Comedies? Like, Yeah, like Hangover-style sort of comedies. I've yeah. seen all of them except War Dogs and Hangover 3. And War Dogs is a comedy as well, right? Ah, like dark comedy. But this certainly is not a comedy. So it's starring Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix as the as Joker and as Arthur Fleck. So in this movie, he's that character Arthur Fleck for most of it. So it's basically about that transformation from this person to who we know as the Joker. Budget-wise, it's a fifty-five to sixty-four million dollar movie, so it's not an expensive Very comic. Cheap. Yeah, like compared to other comic book movies. But then again, this is not a regular comic book movie. There's no, no action. There to, it is. This, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but it's not like a normal. It's not like the high octane action that you see yeah. in the other. Uh, Probably the cheapest films. comic book movie in the last ten years, I'd say. So. I heard Birds of Prey is on the cheaper end as well. I think it's, it's like more a, expensive than this. I think it's like eighty, yeah. Yeah. Box office wise, so it's expected to do eighty-five million opening weekend in uh, North America, which is on track to actually become the highest opening for a film released in October. So that's that for this movie because this is not we've seen it, so we we can say it now that it's not for everyone. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> not not for anyone under the age of. 12, 15? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely not for anyone under the age of 15. Yeah. And probably not for most over the age of 15 as yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's not like, it's not a regular superhero movie where, you know, everyone can enjoy it. It's, it's not like Deadpool either where it's nah. just... Um, yeah. It's not, yeah. well, it's not comedy. So no. it's, it's not yeah. something you enjoy, like you necessarily enjoy, you laugh, laugh watching or anything like that. It's a different sort of movie. Uh, what is a story? 
Where's the story? Okay, let's let's go through it. It's kind of the descent of a madman into. Well, he isn't mad at the start, but yeah. he does have a. I think he's got a, his, condi- he has a mental illness. Yeah, he's yep. got a mental illness. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And it's kind of his descent in a, um, in a Gotham that's going to shit basically. So mm. Gotham's deteriorating. There's a big divide between the rich, rich and, and poor. the poor, and it's his play into its descent and how he becomes the Joker in the end. Yeah, and it's told in a, it's very much just a character story. So it's all around. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, there's not yeah. many other characters in this movie, and there's not many that ha- have much to do other than Joaquin Phoenix. We'll jump into positives and negatives. So I think everyone's going to say this first up. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. was absolutely amazing in this movie. Look, I would be surprised if he wins the Oscar for this. It is very much an Oscar movie. Is it? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I think he should get nominated, 100%. He should definitely get nominated. Yeah. But I... He should probably win it, but I don't think he will because the reason is it it's still a comic book movie. So it's still is like, it though? That's that's yeah. something I'll get to later. But I don't think it is a comic book movie. But I think if they removed a couple of elements, this is basically not even a Joker movie. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. But it's very much a film, not a movie. Once again, yeah. And yeah, I think he should definitely get nominated. Unless there's something amazing that comes up, I think he'll win it. Because there's nothing that I can think of that's coming up or that's happened that will beat this performance. About his performance, first fact out of 17. I've got 17 facts. All right, that okay, hit me with the first one. First one. He lost 52 pounds to prepare for this role. So how much is 25-ish it? kgs. That's a lot. He does look very skinny in this Very movie. skinny, yeah. yes. <laughs> very, very skinny. Yeah. Oh, that's commitment. Yeah, he's, is he, is he's he one a method of those, actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's um, one of those weird... Yeah. Uh, I, I personally think it's stupid when you're method acting because, I don't know, how long does it take to film a movie? Two months? This sort of movie, yeah, because yeah. there's not much. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. two months of his life he's spent as this madman. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a big toll on your body and it's... A big toll on your mind as well. Like Yeah, when it, you're playing this sort of character. Yeah. Yeah. This is what led Heath Ledger to kill himself. I don't think it's something you should be applauding. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, this is great. You acted as this I, person. Well, for I two think months. Heath I don't know if it's true, but I think Heath Ledger had other stuff as well. I, yeah. I don't think it was just because he was the Joker, but But he was yeah. it drove him to insanity a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 But look, lots of people do it and I don't know. People think it's great when you do method acting. I think it's a bit stupid. You can you can act as someone. If you're a good actor, you should be able to come in and out of it. Yeah. You don't have to be that person. But I think for this, maybe for this sort of character, like to make it as convincing as it was, maybe. Because you felt like it was this was an actual guy. Like Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But I think... If you're a good enough actor, you should have to be that actor 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Depends. That's yeah, just my depends. view on yeah. method acting. I think it's a bit stupid. And you're also putting people, subjecting people to this outside of filming. Yeah. Which but is, I, I haven't heard any stories about this movie about Joaquin Phoenix. No, being, it's not like Jared Leto yeah. where he did some stupid shit. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. I have a fact later. I'll, t- I'll talk about it later. But yeah, that that's my number one positive, and it's probably the only positive you need to even. I 
because it's all about him, this movie, and he had to bring it, and he absolutely brings it. So that's pretty much what makes a movie. Other positives are, I think, the setting. It's like this really shitty Gotham. Like you, yeah, <laughs> it's worse than Batman Begins Gotham. Yeah, which is like pretty shitty. This is like, yeah, it's not a place you want to live. Like if Batman Begins Gotham, you're like, yeah, I wouldn't mind living here. In this one, you're like, I definitely don't want to live yeah. here. <laughs> there's definitely a big divide between the rich and the poor. You don't really see much of the rich at all. Like there's you see a, a little bit of it, a little bit, but yeah. a lot of it is just. Yeah, like this downtrodden streets. There's graffiti everywhere, everywhere. Literally, like they go to a school and there's graffiti. There's in a hospital. There's graffiti. Living conditions are yeah, crap. It's and, crap. Yeah. Like he lives in this really old and messy apartment, and yeah. yeah, life's not. Life is just not very good. Other than that, I thought the other cast members, the supporting cast, they're not got really Zazie, in it. Got Zazi Beats, who's in it a little bit, and Robert De Niro, who's in who's it a little bit, and. The guy who plays Thomas Wayne, who... I've seen before, but I don't know who he is. Out of all of them, I thought Robert De Niro was good. He he doesn't have much play. I think he's got three or four scenes in the movie. Maybe maybe a little bit more, but... But in this... Because they kind of paint this world to be like... Almost everyone's like a horrible person. Mm. Almost everyone that Arthur meets is just a horrible, horrible person. But Robert Robert De Niro Niro seems like he's a nice guy. Up to a point? Yeah. 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 Yeah, like he run so he's a talk show host and he's like Jimmy Fallon like. Yeah, like yeah. a bit of comedy. He says a couple of things that I guess they weren't that nice, but like Yeah, yeah. He was still like I think he was saying it overall as a joke. he's yeah. yeah. He 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 didn't seem like a terrible, terrible person like some of the other people that he meets. But yeah, in general, everyone's just really bad. But look, no one really gets much play in this movie other than Lightning Phoenix. Yeah. I only had one negative, and it's kind of a weird negative because it you kind of need it, but at the same time you don't need it. So there's there are connections to the Batman universe in this movie, and sometimes they take you a little bit out of the movie, a little bit. I felt like they almost didn't even need that. So there's certain people that are in this movie that probably didn't have to be there. I'll go go into it more in spoilers, but it probably didn't. It probably wasn't required for this movie. This. Yeah. was really just a, about Arthur Fleck and how he transforms into the Joker. Joker. I don't think they needed it to be related to Batman in any way. In my view, this isn't a Joker movie. This is this is basically Taxi Driver or like a movie like that and they've just put a slight spin on it and made it to make Joker. it a Joker movie. Yeah. If you take out two or three scenes, it's not even a Joker movie. It's just a movie about someone that descends into madness. Frankly, I like it better when I think of it not as a Joker movie. When I think of it as a Joker movie, it's, it's probably not. not as good. My favourite Joker is the one in the Batman animated series. Yeah. And he's a bit more... He's not as dark as this Joker. A bit more comical. and But he's also crazy. This, this one's just super dark. And in the comics, this is based off... Fact number two. You ready? Yeah. This is based off the Killing Joke. Have you seen it or read it? I have seen it. The, seen it. The yeah. um and the animated one that came out a couple of years yes. ago. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which is not a good movie. Don't watch it. Yeah. It's very bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's basically based. Well, off well, that. Parts of it were like the Joker parts of it were good. I yeah. think the other parts of it weren't, weren't that great. great. Yeah. 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 And yeah, it's a very dark version of the Joker. Which look, it works in this movie, but I don't know if I would like to see this 
in like a Batman movie. No, I think it's very much a standalone. Yeah. My only thing with this, before watching this movie, I thought, so all the other Jokers that you mentioned, like the Dark Knight Joker or the animated series Joker, you don't know where he came from. Like mm. his backstory is very much a mystery. How did he become this person? And, and that's that, a good thing. Yeah, that yeah. kind of like made his character more interesting in a way. And this tries to explain how he became that character. So I kind of didn't even want to know about that. Yeah. Well, for for many, many years in the comic books, Joker didn't have an origin story. Yeah. He never had an origin story. And even to date, he doesn't have a specific origin story. There's like various theories of how he became the Joker, but there's no distinct origin of how he's the Joker. And it's good because it's mysterious and yeah, this yeah. crazy guy. I think it adds to his, his character. But like you said, this is probably not even a Joker movie. Like it's yes. barely a Joker movie. It's barely a Joker yeah. movie. It's, uh, it's a taxi driver-like movie. That's my third fact. Yeah. This movie has I've got, heavy- I've got something to say about that yeah. too, but yeah. Keep it's going. got heavy influence from Taxi Driver. Yeah. Yeah, and that starred um, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Yes. Back when he was much younger. That, that was the only negative I had. Like, you probably didn't need the Batman connections, but I know why they made it a Joker movie. Yeah. It appeals to a wider audience. Yeah. And also, look, it, it does kind of flesh in, out. In the end, it is. He ends up being the Joker. Like, you can yeah. see where he ends up. But for most of the movie, he's but not. 95% of the movie, he's, he's not. not. We'll talk about it more in spoilers, but we'll jump into. We'll, we'll do our rating and then we'll jump into spoilers. So, Infinity Stone rating, Soul. This is weird because, okay, this character... It's like a despicable man and... So, at the start, I kind of felt sorry for him. I was like, yeah, this, you know, he's having a bad time. He's he's not that bad a bloke, but slowly he starts, like, going... You, you stop sympathising with him at one stage. Like, he does start doing stuff that is probably not warranted yes. at all. And that's when you know that he's gone from... Like, he's gone into madness. I'd be worried if someone like the character in this movie. Well, yeah. like, sympathise. I guess you can sympathise with him, but... To an extent, like, yeah. to, at one stage. Yes. But there's there's a certain point in the film where I think you, you should that line. You shouldn't be on the side of this character in this movie. You should yeah. be rooting for him. No. Yeah. And I think that's what the director wanted. Another reason why this movie should be seen by young people is because uh, they should be influenced by this. Because it explores dark stuff and kind of like terrorizing society and stuff like that. You, yeah. Yeah. It's, I could see people taking this the wrong way. Yeah, definitely. It's not not for kids. So it's not a Batman movie. So don't take your kids to this movie. Yeah. And even for the general audience, I don't think it's for everyone. But yeah, um, so it does have, it does have like soul in it. Yeah. Yeah. Half a stone. Yeah, maybe half a stone. Time, it's not a short movie, uh, but a, a um, bit in the middle, dragged a yeah. touch, a I little. Thought, like, yeah. I I didn't feel bored though. I thought it was pretty engaging throughout. Yeah, I think yeah. I thought. Yeah, I would yeah. say it's well paced, slightly draggy in the middle. But I'd probably give it the time. Power Stone? Not really. Nah, not not this too is much not, action. Nah, this no. is not that sort of movie. There are some like shocking moments, but then the, I wouldn't say the action mind. Yes, makes you think quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reality, it looks. It's very much based yeah. in reality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. this is yeah, this, real. This is as real as it gets. Yeah, yeah, like it could. 
it could actually happen. I can see yeah. like places, not in Australia, but places in America probably do look like this. Well, I hope not this bad, but yeah. I, I, yeah. I would say like some of the places in the hood and stuff like that. Yeah, well, like this. this is like a really, it's obviously a fictional city, Gotham, but it looks like a really, really bad version of New York. New York, yeah, yeah. yeah. Space, not in this no, movie. No, <laughs> Didn't need it. So it gets uh, three and a half out of six. So yeah, I'd definitely give it a cognitive recalibration. I yes, I enjoyed this more than I more than I even thought I would. Look, I went into this movie because of because of that standing ovation. I went into this movie thinking I would hate it. For some reason, when lots of critics like a movie, I'm like, fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate um, hate conforming to them, but. No, it changed my mind. It's it's a good movie, very good movie actually. Yeah, it's one. Of, I would say it's one of my favorite movies this, this year. year. Yeah. Would I watch it again? Probably not. It was too I'd, dark I'd, for me. I'd probably I would watch it again, but I wouldn't. I'd not immediately. Like no. I'd take a break and then. This is not know. a movie that you get a bunch of mates around and like. Let's have some fun. Watch a movie. No, this is yeah. Like it's heavy. Yeah, very heavy stuff. Anyway, we'll jump to spoilers. What we what we think about it. So if you haven't seen the movie and you do care about spoilers. Please watch the movie. Come back to this point in the podcast and we'll be talking spoilers. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So at the start of the movie, so you meet this guy and he's working as a... A higher clown. Yeah, a higher clown. And he basically it's like 
bashed up by teenagers. Yeah, I um, finally got my wish of a bunch of kids bashing up a clown this year. He gets bashed up quite a bit yeah. in this movie. Um, it disappointed me, but this definitely, <laughs> yeah. it's definitely provided. Yeah, so yeah. he gets... I thought there would be more of that, actually. What, of him just getting beaten up? Yeah, he yeah. gets beaten up twice. twice. Yeah. Yeah, and he gets his revenge in the second one, like, straight away. So yeah. I thought there would be a bit more of that, but... Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind. I didn't want him to like. I didn't want to see this guy getting get beaten up, up repeatedly. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> but yeah, like, so you see him, and you kind of like, you feel a bit sorry for him because he's just trying to like make some money. Like his mum's sick, like she's yeah, disabled she's, or something. Yeah, yeah, she's sick. You find out later that she's she's also she's got, also mentally ill. Yeah, yeah, got other issues as well. And they watch this show together, which is hosted by Robert De Niro. So this is where I wanted to get into my theories. So if you go back to the Dark Knight Joker, you know that he's not a very reliable narrator. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I I agree with the theory that you're probably going to present. Yeah, that he visions himself in the show. Yeah, so that that's all a vision. I think that's pretty obvious that that's a vision. Yeah, but there are people that are saying that this whole movie is a vision. So you know, at the end where he's talking to the person in, the, in Arkham, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you think that the whole thing was. A vision and yeah, 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 yeah. Very possible. So, yeah. like, he's just made up this whole story. Yes, yeah. Which kind of fits into the Joker, like being mysterious, like no one knows where he's come from. This is just one of the things that he's come up with, but it could, you know, that's probably it might not even be true. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, that's very possible because in the end, he ends up talking to the same person that he was talking to at the start of the movie, like. He's got a psychologist that he talks to, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same psychologist at the end and the start, which doesn't really make sense. Is it the same? I thought it was it a different actor. No, it's the same. I thought it was different. But anyway, yeah. like he's talking to a psychologist yes. at the, both at the start and at the end. That's one theory. So one theory is that the whole movie is is a story. But then there's there's definitely every happy part of the movie that he... The character has different parts where he's happy, I guess. Yeah. Those are, I think Those it's are very clear. That's very, yeah. very clearly. So pretty much everything that he experiences with his neighbor, with Zazie Beats. Is, yeah, that's clearly. That's all, that's yeah. all vision. That's, well, that's proven as well. Like yeah. you see that later. There's potentially all the stuff with his mum, where he, like his mum shows him affection, might that's also be. Also a vision, because yeah. it, it's shown that he's abused. He visions that he went on this. Well, he, he thinks he went on the show and then Robert De Niro kind of hugged him and said, I wish I had a son like you. And I think that's pretty clear that that was, that a, was, vision, that was vision a vision as, as well. well. Yeah. yeah. And then also when he's doing stand-up, he thinks everyone's laughing at his jokes. But they're not. I think they're not. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's a vision as well. And he has this disorder, which is an interesting take on the I Joker. thought that was a good take on it. Yeah. Did you like that? I thought it was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he basically, he has these fits of laughter, which are uncontrollable and- he can't help it. It's part of his, like, neurological condition yeah, or something. He yeah, he basically laughs at the wrong times. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, whenever. Like, it's, yeah. once he starts, he just can't yeah. stop. Which yeah. is a character trait of the Joker. He's always laughing. And yeah. I thought it was a good way of representing it. So, basically, at the start of this movie, you meet this character and you kind of sympathise with him a little bit. And he's trying to do stand-up comedy and... You start seeing that this guy's a little bit... He's off. He's, there's something wrong with him because he laughs when everyone else isn't laughing. Yeah. And did you see how he doesn't actually know what's funny? Yeah. He goes to stand up and watches other people. He's not sure what's funny. He bases 
He waits to see what everyone else is laughing about. That he writes it in his book. He's like, people find this funny. Yeah. But he's actually not sure what's funny. Surprisingly, there were some parts in this movie that I actually laughed. Like, actually, I actually found funny. Um, Look, his jokes <laughs> aren't bad. His delivery is it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. His jokes yeah. aren't bad. But yeah, like you, you see this transformation because you see him at the start and he's not very confident. Like he's got a slouch and, you know, he's just this guy that's down on his luck. But then when you, see him at the, when you see him at the very end, when he comes on the show at the very end, you see this, like you see the Joker. Full confidence, you, yeah. You see the actual Joker, like how the Joker would actually be. And that was like a big difference from the start to the end. It kind of takes a turn at the point where he kills these three people on the on the train i thought it would be then he does take a turn it there. takes a slight it takes a that's where he starts to gain confidence yeah like it takes a slight turn i thought that would be the point where he just clicks but it wasn't like there's still an hour after that where he's still sort of like the but same he's, he's kind of because yeah. then he does stand up he, he didn't have the confidence but he does it outside he envisions himself kind of going out with the neighbor that is when slightly turns but i think the real turn when he really slips into the joker is when he kills his mother that's when a couple of revelations are made as well so basically his mother is under the illusion that she had a son with, with thomas, thomas wayne, wayne. Yeah. and arthur is that son and she tells arthur well she doesn't tell him that she writes a letter to thomas wayne and then arthur reads that letter and he finds out and he confronts bruce wayne um, he, well, he goes to Wayne Manor. Well, he goes to Wayne Manor and yeah. sees Bruce Wayne. And he sees Some Bruce Wayne, which is a little scene. bit... I, I thought that I thought scene was... an was unnecessary scene. Yeah. Probably not required. And then he does confront Thomas Wayne as well. Which was a good scene. And th- Yeah, that was a good scene. And then Thomas basically tells him that his mother's got... She's has, mentally ill. Yeah. She was... Yeah, she's always had a mental illness, even when she did work for them. And he was actually adopted. And he was abused when he was a kid as well. And then he goes to... I think it's Arkham Asylum... Yes. Yeah, he goes to Arkham. It's called Arkham Hospital. So he goes there and he finds the records on his mother. And it, in fact, happens to be true that he was adopted, he was abused, and she is delusional. So that's when he really clicks because he finds out that his whole life has been basically... Yeah. He's been lied to his whole life. Any affection that has been shown is all fake. So he's really not had any attention or affection in his life. So that's when he clicks like he just so he kills his mother and then he kills um, do you reckon he kills Zazie Beats? it's not shown i think he yeah, might i'm not sure what happened that probably scene. does because you never sh- see her again never see her again think she's probably dead and then he that's when he starts becoming the joker like he starts dressing like the joker as well and they use this this one thing that i noticed like the whole movie is very dark and grim and gritty like the lighting is very dark like most dc films even more than most DC films. But there are parts where they use the sun. Like most of the time it's in the night or it's like overcast. But there are parts when there's like bright sunlight. So one part is when he kills his mother and he looks out the window and there's bright, bright sunlight. sunlight yeah. There's another part at the very end when he's in Arkham Asylum and there's yeah. like bright sunlight. So I think that's like... Where he sees himself or yeah, like where he feels like himself. I think it's meant to symbolise when he's when he's actually happy, when he's heartfully happy. And it only happens like a couple of times in the movie, so... Mostly when he's killing people. <laughs> yeah, mostly. When, but yeah, I thought it was really creepy. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Even from the start, he's Yeah, he's creepy at the creepy. start, but he, he seems like he's harmless at the start. 
he yeah. doesn't seem like he'd, he'd hurt you or anything. But then he kills those three guys and then you slowly, like, you wouldn't want to mess with this guy. And then no. by the end, you're like, I don't want to even be near be this guy. Near. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very creepy. Taxi Driver. So you mentioned that before. There's another interpretation of the end of this film. So in Taxi Driver, what happens at the end is he basically, similar to this, so he declines into, like, this rage and he, like, kills. He goes on a killing spree. Yeah. And then what happens is he, the interpretation is he dies in that, like, killing spree. That's what happens in the movie. But then he wakes up and he's, like, driving. Or like the it was next, all a dream. The next scene, he's, yeah. like, driving. Um, so one interpretation of Taxi Driver is that he actually did die and his last thing that he sees is him driving on the road as a taxi driver. Or that he it was all just, like, his fantasy. Yeah, one of those. The, if you apply that same, because this is... I think Todd Phillips said that this is inspired by... 100%. Inspired by Taxi, taxi Driver. driver. Yeah. So this movie, what happens is he gets hit by an ambulance or something yeah. at the end. You think he dies at that point? He potentially dies and everything that happens after that is just his fantasy. Fantasy. Which could also be true because what happens is after People that... People like he, hail him like a hero. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Which he never had in his life. Yeah. And that could potentially not have really happened. So there's a lot of different interpretations of what happened in this movie. And that's why it gets the milestone. The other thing I found interesting was, again, I didn't really like the Batman connections in this movie. They probably weren't required. But how he causes the death of... Yeah, so he yeah. causes the death but of... But he doesn't directly kill Thomas Wayne and... That's Martha. right. We don't need to see that scene again. No. I hope they don't do that scene in the Robert Pattinson. They won't. <laughs> they, they shouldn't, they won't. This is... um. This is the last time I want to see that in, like, the next 10 years. How many times have we seen them die? So Batman Begins, we see them. Um, Batman Forever? Not Batman Forever. Batman 89, isn't it? Yeah, but 89. Yeah. I thought you see it in one of the later ones. It's not Batman Robin. I think it's Forever. Again. Where, like, he plays it again in his mind or something. And And then um, Batman v Superman. (laughs) Yeah, Batman v Superman, yeah. yeah. You probably see it at some stage in the animated series, but... Yeah, yeah you do at some stage. So we've seen, we've seen, seen it too many times, and it's always the it's same. Pro- yeah, <laughs> it's probably the worse than seeing Uncle Ben die at this yeah. point. Like, this is worse. Yeah. Give him a break, come yeah. on. It's always the pearls as well. Yeah, always the pearls, yeah. yeah. It's always the same. So I thought that was a bit unnecessary, but it's interesting that his Joker's origin is... In this so closely linked, yeah. To in this Batman's, version, anyway, is yeah. closely linked to the Batman. But saying that again, Joker, how old's Joaquin Phoenix? Like 50? 40, 50? Yeah. Imagine, and Bruce Wayne's like ten in this movie. Imagine, like a even if he becomes Batman when he's twenty, which is younger than he normally does it. Be seven, imagine sixty seventy, yeah. a sixty seventy year old Joker going up against Batman. Yeah, but was, I think Joker is meant to be older. I don't know how much older. You but, reckon seventy years old? As in, he's he's definitely older than Batman by, yeah, so by like I would say, 10, 15 years, I, I think. I would say Batman would be 20 and Joker would be 35, 40. I mean, you can't really tell his age. Yeah. He's, yeah. He is older, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in his 50s. But I think this, the origin of this Joker wouldn't work well with, with yeah. Batman. No. Yeah. Anything else? Did you want to hit me with any more? Hit, hit you with some more facts? Yeah. Um, all right. Let me... Let me also, very, very much influenced by this. Actually, the whole Joker character was influenced by this silent movie called The Man Who Laughs. And it's about this crazy clown, basically. And the laugh in that movie is very similar to how he laughs in this one. 
and there's actually three distinct laughs that he has in this, in this movie. Yeah. So he's got the laugh where he the coughs. neurological disorder. He's got the laugh when he's trying to fit in with people. And he's got his actual laugh. The Joker laugh. The Joker laugh, yeah. So the one where he's trying to fit in with people, is that the one where he's... In the comedy club where he's laughing? It's like a little cackle. Yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. when he actually finds something funny, he laughs differently. Robert De Niro and Joaquin Phoenix didn't get along during this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, in real life. They didn't talk to each other. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But apparently Robert De Niro is Joaquin Phoenix's favourite English actor. English actor. Yeah. Okay. So he has... I, I guess he's got a favourite non-English actor. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. That's interesting. So he's, he's his favourite actor, but he doesn't get along with him. He was method. So apparently Robert De Niro wanted to do table reads before the scene, but Joaquin Phoenix just wanted to go into the scene. Another thing in this movie... Did you like the music in this movie? Yes. Yes. So all the music was written before they started filming and the music director did it based off the script. And then they used to play the music while they were acting. Did all that dance stuff he does. So that's to that music. Yeah, he just improvised it. That was creepy as well. Very creepy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the movie ends with... He, he says that dialogue where he's like, his life isn't a tragedy, it's a comedy. And I guess it sort of applies when he, when he turns into the Joker because he no, no longer sees... Like, everything's just funny for him. I really like this line in the movie where... The best scene for me was when he's on the talk show as the Joker. I, I really like that part. The best line is when he's like, I'm tired of not laughing at the... What does he say? He's like, I killed the three people and I'm tired of not finding it funny because it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So you find out like how crazy he is. Yeah. He finds it cr- really funny that he killed these three people in cold blood. And he's tired of, like, hiding the fact that he that did it. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. And he says a joke before he goes into that rant when everyone's like, that's not funny, and he's just laughing at his own joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was very Joker-like. That was where he felt the most like Joker. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that was kind of almost Batman animated series Joker. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think this is the closest, because the Heath Ledger Joker's no. very different. Yeah. And... Jack Nicholson? Nah, too cartoony. Yeah. Like, it's... Batman animated Joker is cartoony. Jack Nicholson's too far on the other end. Yeah. This is on the more darker side. Yeah. The animated one sits in the middle. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think Heath Ledger's probably... Is too far... Like, if you go right as in dark, left as in too comical, Heath Ledger's is far right. This is probably closer to being comical towards the end. Well, it, uh, this fluctuates between very dark, past past Heath Ledger dark, yeah, and then closer to animated series, yeah, yeah. and then Cesar Romero. And oh yeah, those guys are they're yeah. all left. Cesar yeah. Romero is like the very end. Yeah, <laughs> I still think that Mark Hamill's joke is the best Joker, and I I hope in Robert Pattinson's Batman they go more that route. I don't know if Joker's going to be in that movie. No, I think he will be. From what from what they've said there. Adapting the who are they Long gonna, Halloween. Who are they going to get? I don't know. But his Joker is in The Long Halloween, I'm pretty sure. So Penguin's in it, I think. All of all the Batman villains are in it. Okay. So all the main rogues galleries in so it. So Riddler, Penguin, Joker, Catwoman, Catwoman Poison Ivy? Yep. Anyone they're, else? They're all in it. It's like a murder mystery. So someone murders someone. Okay. Mr. Freeze? I think he is. Yeah. 
Yeah, so someone someone murders someone and Batman's trying to figure out who did it. So okay. he kind of visits all the main Batman villains. Well, I hope they do more of a detective style for that yeah. one. And I don't want it to be as dark as this, but I, I want don't it to want be, it to be super comical either. No, no, I want it to be... I want it to be like the Batman animated series. Yeah, if yeah. it's like that, that would yeah. be perfect. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Dark Knight was too, it was a bit too realistic. Like, too it was, dark. It's not. Yeah. It's too realistic. Yeah, yeah. you got to have the elements where Batman is like this person that can't exist. You get that in the later Dark Knight movies, but yeah. I want it to be detective-y. He's got all these gadgets. He, he, he needs to be more of a detective than a superhero. Yeah. Like, that's what he is. He's meant yeah. to be the world's best detective. So. The smartest man in the world. Yeah. yeah. So we need to see more of that. Which I I don't think the reason why I don't want to see more of this Joker is because I don't want to see that Batman again. The, the Batman in this would be very close to Dark Knight Batman. It won't be the same Joker, but they could still use Joaquin Phoenix in in Robert Pattinson's. Confuse too many people. It would, yeah, yeah. But not. I don't think everyone's going to watch this movie, so I don't know if it matters. But I think he'd still be a really good Joker. He's he's a great Joker. Yeah, yeah. live action. I think I'll probably like him better than Heath Ledger. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. I think he's better than Heath Ledger. He's scarier than Heath Ledger. Yeah. Heath Ledger, like, I mean, yeah, he was he was scary, but this one, I just, he's, he's creepy crazy. and yeah. like, yeah. yeah, he's just, and he's like. You get you get more into his psyche and you kind of see yeah. how he's thinking and it's, yeah. Because Heath Ledger's joke is like really articulate. So he's like the end version of the Joker. Yeah. But this you see like how he's transformed and where he's come from. So it's yeah. even more scarier, I guess. It's tough to say. Heath Ledger never does anything as cold-blooded as the Joker this in this movie. Yeah. Like, like yeah. when he shoots Robert De Niro at the end, yeah. it's just so cold-blooded. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, the Heath Ledger Joker, I mean, tried to blow up the hospital and stuff, but he, he wasn't successful. Every, and everyone <laughs> escapes before, yeah. like... Heath Ledger, nev- the Heath Ledger Joker never specifically kills. Oh, did when he puts that pencil through that guy's head? Does yeah, he, kill- he, do- he kills yeah, him. But and that guy's he- a bad dude anyway. And at the start, he kills everyone else that did the burglary. Yeah, but it's not as like the way he does it in this movie is just yeah. so. And like, he like the Heath Ledger cool. one does like say he uses knives, and you just never see it. Yeah, so he's probably just as bad as this guy, but you just never see, see it. it. This yeah. is R-rated, so they had a bit more leeway with all that stuff that's right yeah one more thing i wanted to mention before we close up so right at the end when you when he's in arkham hospital arkham asylum walking away and you uh, see the the blood blood why is it so like clean not sure i didn't understand that yeah so does he yeah does he kill the psychologist i don't know well yeah so i think i think kills her yeah but also arkham because he goes to arkham before and it's yes. not like it's very dirty dirty crime. and yeah grim and yeah but this version it seems to be like really clean and there's a lot of light and so another interpretation of that scene is that that's his version of heaven or hell or whatever um and that's why does he get chased by the guy at the end? because he's being questioned of all his crimes in his afterlife okay yeah, yeah. no it's look i don't analyze movies too deeply but i can see that yeah. being yeah there's a lot of different interpretations Look, this is a movie that you could analyze quite deeply quite deeply yeah, yeah yeah but yeah Joaquin Phoenix was was really good and I yeah I hope he gets some recognition I think he'll definitely win some awards but I don't know if yes. he'll win an, an Oscar but saying that I never want to see this Joker again <laughs> yeah. like that's it just make it a standalone that's it yeah. don't give us a Joker 2 don't give us a Batman from this universe 
Give us a ball. Yeah. Comical Batman. Please. Yeah. I hope the Robin Pattinson one's, one's good. I think he'll be good. He's a good actor. Yes. Well, I just don't want them to go too dark again. Yeah. Batman's a dark character, but you can play it a little lighter than they have been. Yeah. They've gone to the far right spectrum. Bring it a bit more closer yeah, to Yeah, I think they've done almost everything. Except a comic accurate one. Yeah, so yeah. they've done a very, very comical one in Adam West. Yeah, and then too comical. George Clooney. I guess Val Kilmer. Batman 89 is probably closer to the right side. He's probably closer to the comic Batman. But, I mean, Batman's also meant to be like a big buff sort of dude. Yeah. So Michael Keaton wasn't exactly that. I know if Robin Pattinson will be that either, but... Oh, he could be. He doesn't have to be massive. Anyone. Massive. Anyone yeah. can become buff these yeah. days. It doesn't have to be like like Ben Affleck. I hope that's good. When's that coming out? I haven't started shooting yet, so it's probably not out for a while. Still cast. So he'll be like 36 or something? Is that how old he is? So I guess he'll be closer to Christian Bale's age when he does it. I think he'll be... I'm hoping he'll be my favourite Batman. Yeah, a lot of people hated it when they announced him, but I think he'll be, he'll be good. Because people don't... He's 33. People don't know him outside of Twilight. He's actually a pretty good actor. He does lots of art house films that people seem to like. Okay. Is that all we had for Joker? Anything else you want to... Look, there's probably a lot of Easter eggs and shit in it, but... I don't know if this is that sort of movie. I I don't think there was that many. I think... I I spotted one. There's... When he goes into the apartment, there's a J on the door. Oh, okay. I don't know. There's probably other shit. And saying that, I'm probably never going to watch this movie again. Ever? I think I'll watch it again. I don't know. It's so dark. I don't know if I want to put myself (laughs) through that again. I think I will revisit this at some stage, but not. it's not something you can watch immediately. You need some time away from it. Yeah, very good movie. It surprised me because this is not my type of movie. But look, I liked it. Have you seen Joaquin Phoenix in other movies? Because I don't think I have. I don't think I've seen his other let me, movies. Let me just have a look at his... At one stage, he was going to be Doctor Strange. He was, yeah. Yeah. But he wanted to do a one-off. He didn't want it to be in the cinematic universe. I've seen Gladiator. Oh, he's in Gladiator, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've seen Signs. Signs. Is that the uh, Shaman? Yeah, Shaman one. Brother Bear, I've seen. Oh, he's in Brother Bear. Okay. Yeah. He's more art house, so it's kind of not my scene. Do you play Jesus? Mary Magdalene? Mary Magdalene. I didn't even know that was a movie. <laughs> With Rooney Mara. Yeah, he plays Jesus Christ in that movie. Fair enough. He was good in Gladiator. Was he? Wasn't he the, the bad the yeah. bad guy? Yeah. 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 I, mean, I meant he's, he's good in it. Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll jump back to the Who Am I? And then we'll close up. I was the head of my own international company that I and I amassed a large personal fortune in addition to my family wealth. When I was 25, my parents died in a boating accident, sending me into a deep depression. I turned to gambling, losing money in competitions around the world. One night, I ended up in Gotham City Casino, where I gambled everything I owned and ended up losing it all to the Penguin. Afterwards, I saw that my life was empty, driven by desire, and that there was no point to my existence. While I was attempting to commit suicide by jumping off Gotham Bridge... A homeless man tried to assault me with his knife after I refused to give him money. Instinctively grabbing the knife, I saw in the man's eyes that all life is meaningless and that nothing nor anyone matters. I then proceeded to stab the man to death as a gift for saving my life. From then on, I dedicated myself to liberating others from their pointless existence. I often refer to my victims as zombies. I usually prey on young women but have no calms over whom I murder. I slit my victims' throats 
and leave them in lifelike poses, adding a tally mark to my own body each time. I have been diagnosed as insane and I'm regularly incarcerated in Arkham Asylum, courtesy of the Batman, but I break out occasionally to carry on the killing. I am 5 feet 8 inches tall and weigh 68 kilograms. Who am I? It's uh, Victor. Victor's ass. Yes. So he's in Birds of Prey. He's in Birds of Prey. Yeah, yes. he's in the trailer. So he's the bad guy? No, Black Mask is the bad guy. Played by Ewan, Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Victor Zaz isn't really like a big bad guy in the Batman universe. He's more like one of the goons that one of the bigger bad guys kind of hires Highest. to okay. do their work. He's just, he's like the biggest serial killer in the Batman universe. That's all we had, I think. People want to get in touch with us. How do they go about it? Got Instagram and Facebook at Cognitive Recalibration. We had a, had a boomerang on there earlier from when we watched this movie. We did. Yes. And if you want to email us, we're at cognitive recalibration podcast at gmail.com or we have Twitter at C Recalibration. If you want to follow me personally, I'm underscore Tarun Raj at Instagram. And we are available on all podcasting platforms. So whatever your favorite podcasting services will be on there. And do give us a review if you if you have the time because it helps us uh, be more visible on the search engines. So if you've got some time, give us a review. And do tell your friends about this podcast if they do enjoy this sort of thing. Next episode, we're going to be doing Gemini Man because we've got an advanced screening tomorrow in 3D high frame rate, which is going to be very enjoyable. Look, it looked good in the trailer with the high frame rate. Was that a high frame rate trailer? I think it was. It did look a bit different. Yeah. 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 So it could Um, be okay. But together with 3D... We'll see how it looks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's giving me bad memories of The Hobbit. Hobbit. High frame rate looks a bit weird in The Hobbit, though. It looks yeah, like it looks everything's like, speeded up. Yeah, it looks fast. It yeah. looked okay in Gemini Man trailer. Yeah, yeah. So could be okay. Let's see what happens. So that'll be our next review. And then we've got pretty packed month. I think we've got Maleficent, Zombieland. Yep. We'll probably be Frozen splitting 2. up some movies. Yeah. Knives Out. Knives Out, Frozen 2. Charlie's well, that's, Angels. That's in November, but we've got Charlie's Angels is in November. We've got Terminator Dark Fate. It's kind of a busy, busy time. It's busy odd. time. All right. So thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll see you guys in the next one. See, see you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit 
yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.